Welcome to Senpai's Craft Beer Cast. This episode's going to be a little bit shorter. I have a couple pieces of beer news um, to let you know of, and a beer review, and I mean, we might try to kill some time, maybe talk about some anime or something. We'll see how it goes. I'll just have, I guess I'll make this announcement right now. I'm going to probably be on about a two-week to three-week hiatus. Uh, I'm going to be kind of losing my internet for a little bit uh, by choice. Uh, it's not like we can't afford to have it. Uh, we are going to try to get a better rate, but over the Thanksgiving holiday, I'm going to. We're me and my family are going up to Tennessee to spend some time with family up there and enjoy some festivities and all of that. Uh, I won't have access to record up there, of course. But yeah, so there's that. Hopefully, when we get back, I will have. I'll be able to just go ahead and get internet and be back up and running, but. Just kind of as a heads up, there might be about three to four weeks without an episode. That's why I'm recording this one. Even though it's going to be short, it's something, I guess, you know. So let's just jump right into the beer news. The first one is going to be uh, AB InBev. It has purchased Craft Beer Alliance. Uh, if you don't know Craft Brew, I think it's Craft Beer Alliance or Craft Brewer Alliance. Don't let the name fool you. None of the breweries under Craft Brew Alliance are actual craft breweries because Craft Beer or Craft Brew Alliance is already owned. 30, 30% of that company is already owned by AB InBev. AB InBev is just agreeing to purchase the remaining 70% of the company. Breweries under Craft Brew Alliance, would uh, the most popular ones would probably be Kona, Red Hook, and Omission. So, I mean, they weren't craft breweries to begin with, but hey, you know, I'm not really going to get into whether or not the quality is going to be horrible after AB InBev purchases them, because as we all know, I don't really care. AB InBev does, you know, all of Goose Island's uh, beers, and I absolutely love Goose Island's Bourbon County Stout. I think it's one of the best barrel-aged stouts you can get. Uh, at least for a decent price, I and mean, you can go and spend, you know, $40 on a fucking bomber bottle or something else, and it'll probably be better, but for $10, I can get just a regular barrel-aged stout from them at about 15 16% alcohol by volume, and it's absolutely fantastic flavor-wise. So, that's the first one. That one doesn't really affect me very much, because Craft uh, Brew Alliance, none of the breweries were actually craft anyway. Uh, they were already basically owned by AB InBev. They're just going to be 100% owned by AB InBev now. Uh, next up, this one is kind of sad. Uh, New Belgium Brewing, which is known for Fat Tire, Amber Ale, the Voodoo Ranger series, which I, am abs I absolutely love. Uh, originally, they are a craft brewery, 100% owned, uh, employee-owned company. Uh, they are selling to Lion Little World. Uh, 100% of the company, all, craft, all cash transaction, to Lion Little World Beverages, which is the global subsidiary of Kirin Holdings, which is a Japanese beer company. And I say it's a Japanese beer company, but and they do food, I think restaurants. I mean, Kirin's a huge Japanese company. I mean, fucking gigantic. But I do believe that New Belgium is, you know, treating their employees right. They're going to have one hefty payout. Uh, the employees are all going to get a hefty payout from New Belgium themselves. And hopefully this doesn't cause New Belgium's quality to go down. Uh, I don't think that they have the best beers in the universe. 
but they, they had some pretty good stuff. So, especially the Voodoo Ranger series was, I could get any of them from Target for fucking like $9 for a six pack. Pretty good. Uh, so hopefully, like I said, that's all good. Anyway. Oh, by the way, New Belgium is, or was, I guess at this point, the fourth largest craft brewery in the United States. So, uh, not no mo, I guess. On a lighter note, I don't know if you guys knew of, I don't know, I don't remember if it was this year or last year, Duclaw Brewing, my favorite brewery, came out with a beer called Sour Me Unicorn Farts. It was a glittered sour ale. Uh, it was a sour ale brewed with fruity cereal and edible glitter. Well, they're going to be brewing it again. It's set for a June 2020 release. Uh, it was a huge hit. I absolutely, I really wish I could have gotten my hands on it, but unfortunately I was not able to. I will be up there in October next year for my uh, my sister's getting married, so hopefully I will be able to collect a bunch of different Duclaw beers, including this one, because I really want to try it, and I would like to do an episode just dedicated to Duclaw, because I absolutely fucking love their beers. They're amazing. So I'm looking forward to getting my hands on that and reviewing it for you. So, I mean, beer news-wise, that's all I really had. Uh, I know that Guinness also came out with, I think it's called Over the Moon or something. It's a chocolate stout. I think it came out this month uh, nationwide. I'm not sure. I haven't seen it in stores. Uh, It's brewed out of, I think it was the Baltimore area. They have a brewery up there in Baltimore. So keep your eye out for that if you're a big fan of chocolate stouts, chocolate milk stouts, um, and if you like Guinness, it's probably pretty fucking good. I hope I hope I can find it soon or get my hands on it somehow. So, yeah, let's throw that in there. So let's go ahead. We're gonna review this beer here. It's also it's 8:50 in the morning, so that should be fun. But I got this in a variety pack. It's the Sweetwater Brewing Company's 420 strain Chocolate Stout. Can's pretty cool. It's got like the fish skeleton on it. Limited release at the top, Sweetwater Brewing Company's 420 strain chocolate stout brewed with chocolate. Uh, the 420 strain is back in black with this, with a chocolatey stout and a head-turning aroma. Our unholy trinity of hops, strain-specific terpenes, and natural hemp-type flavors complement a, ro- a roasty malt backbone, resulting in a dreamy medley of mouth-watering flavors, tropical fruit on the inhale, coffee on the exhale, gooey chocolate, all the way through a strange new strain indeed 6.4 percent alcohol by volume contains no hemp can condition for fresher taste enjoy by february 11th 2020 all right so then you have of course review pc government warnings um sweetwater brewing company atlanta georgia uh, atlanta georgia sweetwaterbrew.com 12 fluid ounce can uh, pretty basic stuff now, on the variety pack box, it was a 12-pack, just came in a box of uh, 12-pack cans. It did have the um, independent craft brewery thing on it, but the cans themselves do not. So I'm guessing they're craft. I don't know. I don't really think it matters that much. Let's crack this bitch open. And pour in a glass. Get it. Good lord. I've poured that a little hard. (laughs) 
But so yeah, the head's probably about three fingers high. You got it's darkish brown. The appearance of it when flick that motherfucking light on, held up to the light. I mean, you can't see through it. It's got a little bit of a reddish hue to it. Dark brown. Looks slightly thin. Not terrible, though. Now, on the aroma, you do get a little bit of that cannabis-y smell to it. Complemented with a little bit of chocolate, a little bit of roasty malt. I don't know where, why the can would say tropical fruits. I get none of that. Maybe slight, a little bit of alcohol. Not a lot, but... Not too bad. Overall, pretty beer. Smells good. Yeah. When you, not bad. All right, I'm going to try to fight this head and get a mouthfeel and a, a flavor for you. It's got a little bit of a watery thing going to it, or going for it. So it's not a very heavy mouthfeel. That's fine with me. It's more kind of like a light medium. It's not horrible, but I'm. you might... I've said it before, I like a heavier mouthfeel when it comes to stouts. I just think that they go whether, especially if they, they go well together, especially if you have a stout with chocolate and stuff in it. I like it to be a little creamier and shit like that, but it's all good. Flavor-wise, on the exhale, you do get uh, remnants of that kind of cannabis-y hemp-type aroma and flavor coming out. Like Every time you breathe, it's kind of weird. Loads of roasted malt, a little bit of maybe dark chocolate, uh, maybe something kind of like a little bit of raisin. Very, very little alcohol burn. I think it's just because it is somewhat of a thinner beer, being at, what was it, like 6.4, 6.4% alcohol by volume. There's a little bit of an alcohol burn there, but nothing too crazy. It's not bad. All in all, um, the first time I had this, because I already drank two, not today, but before, I didn't really like it, but I actually let the can sit here as I you know, recorded and then cracked it open. After it warms up a little bit, it's actually not that bad. The chocolate is coming through a little bit more. It's fairly enjoyable. I don't understand the obsession with like Sweetwater and their 420 strain thing. I've on craft beer groups and stuff, and they're like, it tastes like pot, bro. Like, um, okay, but I want a beer. But this is actually not that bad. It's got that kind of dank quality to it. Like, it actually complements the beer a little bit. Now, if I had access to, like, this or a different stout, different chocolate stout, I would probably go with the other one. But if I pick up the variety pack, a variety pack again, and it contains this. I'll drink it. It's not a bad beer, but it's not wonderful. I really wish that there was a little bit more chocolate coming out of this. And like I said, that mouthfeel, it just it leaves a little bit to be desired. Now, flavor-wise, it's not horrible. So yeah, there's that. Sweetwater Brewing Chocolate Stout. Not, not awful. All right, so go to my website, senpaiscraftbeercast.com. There you can listen to the podcast, read reviews on beers that I didn't do on the podcast, and you can also find a list of non-craft uh, breweries that may be mistaken for craft breweries to kind of help you along if that is something that matters to you. Uh, that's under the tab, Is It Craft? Uh, you can also follow me on Instagram at senpais, craft, or senpais underscore craft beer cast, and Facebook at facebook.com slash senpaiscraftbeercast. Also, check out my Patreon. It's patreon.com slash 
Senpai's Craft Beer Cast. Um, any money that gets donated will go to either getting beers to review for the podcast. I am trying to upgrade some of my equipment, uh, my microphone. This is a cheap little microphone that I kind of want to upgrade. Um, I'm also going to be using any Patreon donations to get some beer brewing equipment so I can do, I guess, video podcast entries as well as audio um, detailing the brewing process as well. And also, if you leave a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this, that would be absolutely fantastic. That helps me out a lot. I think I have like three or four or five-star reviews, and I have a one-star review, but the one-star didn't leave any, like, leave an actual review. They just hit one star and it fucking went away. So their opinion really doesn't matter that much. But yeah, get in touch. Uh, my website also does have a contact page if you do want to get in contact with me just send that over or that would go directly to an email that I check like once every whenever I remember it yeah cheers <laughs> <laughs>